0: Hello everyone! Welcome to another episode of The Order of the Day with Jess. I am your host, Jessica. This podcast tells a wide range of stories that offer laughter and insight into surviving the delightful chaos of daily life. The goal is to entertain, connect, and encourage others to find the humor and the mundane challenges of life. So come join us for another episode of The Order of the Day with Jess. All right, hey everybody, thanks for joining me. Um, I want to start off this bonus episode of The Order of the Day with Jess uh, to talk about some updates. The first thing I want to mention is that I'm shifting episode topics just for the month of October. I mentioned in the intro episode that I would be doing. Um, uh, different topic and so now I'm doing a new topic. Um, uh, it's going to be called It's Spooky Maybe and there are going to be lots of stories from followers and listeners of the podcast. I already have a few lined up. There is one ghost story that is called The Mathers House Ghosts and it it's contributed by William H., a listener and follower of the podcast. Um, I have two guest storytellers one uh is contributed by Daniel R um he is going to share a hilarious story about some haunted house shenanigans um and the second is contributed by Regina H and it's kind of a mystery even to me because I'm awaiting her voice recording as we speak and I'm so excited to hear what she has to share um and there will also be a couple of other stories shared by listeners but um I will be sharing a personal a couple of personal uh, story ghostly tales of my of my own um so yeah, so I'm so excited about that. Uh, these stories uh, came to me uh, through DMs and messages on the Tuda with Just Facebook and Instagram pages. Um, I cannot express enough gratitude to those who have shared their stories and followed the page. Thank you so much. Um, I want to give some shout-outs to those people who have listened and followed Tuda with Just so far. They, they followed me and found me in all of the apps, as I refer to them. When I say the apps, I mean uh, obviously all the podcast distributors, uh, Apple, Spotify, Podbean, oh gosh, Audible, Amazon, all the apps, and they also found me on my Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, and Instagram pages, so let me just say thank you to Tega R, Sam H, Christine S, Scott B, Lauren L, Tim C., Katie B, Daniel S, Adia D, Lauren Love, that's just part of her last name, but I there's two Lauren L's and I want the other Lauren L to know that I see you, I see you Lauren Love. I'm not going to say your whole name because privacy and stuff. Annie K, Chelsea B, I hope I say this name correctly, Curali S, Nanette L, Christi, Kirsten um, John T, Lindsay M, Daniel M, or I'm sorry, not Daniel, Danielle M, Matthew C, and Jessica R. Thank you so much for being, uh, listeners and followers of the podcast. Um, so if you want a shout out, please head to the Tooted website, uh, at tootedwithjess.podbean.com and use the link tree at the bottom of the homepage to find the links to all the apps, as I say, Or just go to Facebook, Twitter, TikTok, or Instagram and type in "Tutor with Jess and I'll pop right up. It would really mean a lot to have feedback from the podcast followers. So please find it and like and follow the podcast social media pages so that you can give me feedback. It is my goal in the next several months to design a small free gift to those who share stories I'm going to ask followers to vote for which design idea um, they like best. Uh, so look uh, look out for that. It's going to be a design. It's designed by me. I don't. You guys might not know, but I'm also an artist. So I'm going to be designing it my own self. And yeah, that's how I wanted to start start this uh, this podcast with that segment of uh, thankfulness and updates. I'll be right back with uh, another segment called explanations. Right, so this segment is going to have two parts to it. The first part is um, an explanation of the name uh, and the nickname I kind of refer to this podcast uh, as I, I call it Tooted with Jess, T-O-O-T-D, Tooted. I got some feedbacks and comments from some listeners wondering what in the world, why am I calling it Tooted? And um, so uh, the the podcast is called The Order of the Day. So if you take... The first letter of each of the words from the whole title, the order of the day, it spells T-O-O-T-D, which I didn't do on purpose, but I thought was hilarious. And considering this is a comedy podcast, or I'm hoping for it to be that, um, I just went with it. So when I say stay tuned and stay tuned, that's just kind of like my like little calling card or tagline or whatever you want to call it. Um, so yeah, so that's the explanation of that. And uh, I hope I hope you guys stick around and become tutors. <laughs> Okay, so the second part of this segment is going to be about questions and feedback that I received about uh, four Southern words that were used in the previous episode of this podcast. Wait,
1: wait, four Southern words or four Southern <laughs> words?
0: Four, the number four. And they are clodhoppers, Big Boned, Cooter... And y'all. And I'm joined here today by, by my husband Daniel. Say hi Daniel.
1: Um wow, there's uh, some professional words he's, we gotta explain here. He's
0: joining me as my guest co-host to see how it goes. So he he's a pretty funny guy, so he'll add some comedic material here. All right, so so let's talk about clod hoppers first. Do you know what clod hoppers are?
1: So actually, no. I had never heard of oh. that and then Cookie said it in the story thing with you or whatever, yeah. and I was like what the a clodhopper so
0: so uh i had heard clodhoppers before because my grandmother had talked about my shoes like that and i always wore like big soled shoes like high shoes and they were they i guess they kind of clomped around or whatever or she always would say my grandmother would always say yeah i got those clodhoppers on so um anyway that's the sound
1: of her grandmother whining that's what she <laughs> talked. she basically yeah. sounded like that
0: no, she didn't. At least not when you knew her. She had chilled out a lot. Anyhow, the on a website called Digital Cultures, I found the following information: "Clodhopper" is a slang expression used for various things. In modern context, it is more prevalently used prevalently used for a kind of shoe that is strong and heavy. It may also be utilized in a slightly pejorative sense, describing someone as a clumsy, rural, simple person, similar to a hillbilly or a redneck.
1: Ooh, pejorative. I don't yeah. know. I think I find that rather shallow and pedantic.
0: <laughs> you mean shallow a pejorative?
1: <laughs> Whatever. <laughs>
0: Anyhow, um, the origins of the word clodhopper come this is really interesting. They come from it comes from the seventeenth century when they used the word clod, C-L-O-D, to describe a lump of clay. And so in the sixteen nineties, when they would be plowing the, the fields, the land for farming, the uh the the field hands would be jumping, hopping over the clods of clay as they're as they're plowing, so they became harp hoppers.
1: That's really stupid. If the people are hungry, why don't <laughs> they just go to the grocery store and get the corn off the shelf or whatever? In God. the can. <laughs> <laughs> and
0: And then in the 1830s, it expanded to when the term started to be used for just to describe a laborer or a field worker. So... That's when and that's when it became more like the shoe description because a laborer or field worker needed clod hopper shoes in order to do the labor or the work.
1: They needed real shoes. yeah, they need a real, yeah,
0: need a real shoes. man shoes. Yeah, okay. All to right. jump over the clay.
1: Yeah. To yeah. so get the corn in the grocery store out in the air conditioning. <laughs> yeah.
0: <something. laughs> All right. So the next <laughs> what?
1: No, nothing. I'm oh. listening.
0: The next word <laughs> that was um, brought to my attention is, they were unsure what it meant, was big-boned. Okay, so
1: can I jump in here? If you want to. Okay, so I don't know if you'll agree with my definition of big-boned, but uh, big-boned, in my opinion, is a polite way
0: to you call someone, someone fat Yeah! <laughs>
1: Yeah, instead of saying, well, that fat-ass idiot, you would say, that big-boned idiot. It's kind of like when someone says, oh, bless their heart, what you're really saying is, they're a stupid mother lover. Yeah. And lover well, is not what's don't uh, part Don't be using of that.
0: the, oh, bless your heart phrase, because then we'll have a whole other set of things we have to t- define.
1: I just did.
0: Oh. It's It's done. Okay, good. I don't know. I didn't hear you.
1: So, yeah, big bone, fat ass. Got yeah, it. got it.
0: Well, <laughs> Google, I was a good little millennial when I typed in define big boned into Google. And it says it's an adjective describing a person or animal of larger than average build.
1: Fat ass.
0: And, <laughs> and the origins of this come from a website called Online Etymology Dictionary. That's Online
1: Fat Big dot com. <laughs> no.
0: <laughs> it is a website that talks about the origins or the history of words. Okay. And so um, it said there that in the 1300s, they found writings to suggest that the word big boned was uh, used to mean powerful and strong and could have been of Scandinavian origin passed by the Vikings to the northern English people. It also said in the 1580s that the meaning changed to suggest stout in stature, not stout beer, but stout in stature, and was used in a euphemistic manner.
1: I don't know what stature is, but I do know what beer is.
0: <laughs> what about euphemistic?
1: Um, yeah, so that's uh, that's when you eat the oysters because you want to get with the cooter, right?
0: <laughs> We're not into the cooter yet.
1: Yeah, that was a
0: joke. <laughs> euphemistic. Is just uh, it means when you make fun of someone when you use a word a certain. That's in a where certain your way to man bits are them,
1: removed. Oh oh, your
0: man bits are removed.
1: Oh, unistic, not unique. <laughs> oh, sorry, I'm getting confused here.
0: Oh Lord, that, speaking of unix, last... let's talk about cooter.
1: But this is the last time you invite me to co-host. <laughs>
0: maybe maybe. So the next word was cooter. And uh, I was really brave, hon, and I, I typed in Cooter into Urban Dictionary.
1: Hey, I'm the only one that gets to look that stuff up.
0: <laughs> uh, for those of you out there who don't know what Urban Dictionary is, in my opinion, it's just a website that parents or adults use to figure out the slang, the meanings of the slang words their children say.
1: Well, yeah, but by the time they would look the stuff up, I mean, the kids probably are like a couple words, you know, generations of words ahead. Well, so. I'll
0: get to that, won't I? Yeah, I, I guess. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, um, but so I typed, so Cooter went in an urban dictionary, had some not polite...
1: Uh, a lady's tender bit.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a, that's polite. A lady's tender bits. It basically said, it, it refers to a female's reproductive area. I'm going be polite, to be polite. But yes, uh... A uh, lady's tender bit sounds good also.
1: So, just out of curiosity, because I've heard some inbred people that are, like, living in the swamp down here in the woods where we live um, <laughs> before. And they've said, you know, because with the wooden teeth and all. But they've said uh, that, you know, so-and-so, well, Billy Bob's drunker than Cooter Brown. Yeah. What, what does that actually mean? So, I'm just,
0: I just looked that up, actually. And here... Here it is. It is, it's, the origins of that phrase goes back into the Civil War era. Um, and basically in, uh. I always wanted to
1: live 200 years ago. In
0: 1861, there was rumored to be a man named Cooter Brown. And he was of African American and Ogee, uh, not Ogiechi, but, uh.
1: (laughs) Kanahoochee. Navajo. Uh, Cherokee, Cherokee. Lord, why okay. can't I
0: think of it? He was thought of, uh, or he was rumored to have been of African-American and, um, Cherokee descent. And he was trying to dodge the draft the civil war.
1: So he was and, an alcoholic?
0: Yes. And, in the attempt to dodge it every time he would hear the soldiers marching to, to come pull, you know, pull beaver. Pull people for the draft or to get them to join up. He would just start drinking and drinking and drinking, and he would be so drunk every time that they would just say, "Oh, forget you. We don't want you."
1: He didn't realize that like half of the South's troops had cirrhosis well, already at age 14 when says, they enlisted.
0: It says here that um, that uh, most of them would stay at stay in his little. Uh, he had. It says he had a little shack or whatever on a plot of land, a small plot of land. And that that half of them would stay there and get drunk with him, and then they would just leave him there because they were either too drunk to realize they were leaving him behind, or just were like, "Yeah, you're too much trouble," and because he was drunk.
1: Yeah. So. Uh, okay. All yeah.
0: Right. But Cooter, the word, which is interesting that that I guess his name was Cooter because he was named after the turtle, maybe because when you type when you type Cooter into Google to define it. The definition of it is a noun for a North American river turtle with a dull brown shell and typically having yellow stripes on the head
1: yeah maybe maybe he had paint on his face you know the maybe Cherokee oh yeah like and, yellow ancestry. and maybe he,
0: they just called him cooter brown i feel like
1: in, that makes sense i honestly don't know my uh native american history real well but for the most part i think a lot of the names a lot of the tribes use. oh were. yeah they
0: would use animals all the time yeah so that and, makes and, sense and really.
1: related to you know if someone did a great feat you know someone i don't know captured a pet Eagle that they would yeah. then use later. It <laughs> would on become hunts flies or, with
0: the eagles or, or something
1: or whatever. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm kind of being a little bit funny there, but I am being serious. So. Yeah, no, they
0: they did name yeah. them. They, they that's how they named people all the time. But in uh, the origin information that I found about the word cooter. Um, a professor of English at the University of North Carolina at Chapel Hill and a scholar of slang actually just,
1: wasted some time figuring this out. Yes, that was wow, her job to,
0: to figure out slang words. Was she in her research she found that in nineteen seventy seven the word cooter was being used strictly by athletes in a sort of locker room talk scenario. Like he's got cooter madness, meaning he's crazy he's girl crazy.
1: Yeah. Yeah, that yeah, locker room talk. Do
0: so you never did that when you were in the locker room? You never say, oh, I got a madness."
1: Um, no. <laughs> I, I mean, basically, yeah, but I was a little more high pitched, you know, when I said it. No, I just I don't, you know, I'm not going to say locker room talk's not a real thing, but I think what it what it is and what, you know, people imagine it is, I feel like are two different things. <laughs> yeah. You know, like well, No.
0: That brings me into a story that I should tell about cooters, uh, or the word cooter. Uh, I
1: what do you know about cooters?
0: <laughs> well, I actually did know it was a turtle before I looked it up, or I thought it was a turtle, or I'd heard that it was a type of turtle. I actually because wanted that. because I had a couple of friends years and years like twenty years ago who were on a road trip uh, across the south. I don't, I'm not really. I think they were in Georgia, I'm not sure what state they were in, but they kept seeing these signs that said, Cooter Festival. Come to the Cooter Festival. Barbecue at the Cooter Festival. Watermelon oh at the Cooter Bar- Festival. Barbecue and
1: cooters, what more yeah. could I want?
0: And and he, he as he was telling me this story, he said, Jessica, I just kept thinking, oh boy, what's at the Cooter Festival? Maybe we could find a date at the Cooter Festival. like
1: With a bunch what? of other men that are also looking for a yeah. date at the Cooter Festival. So,
0: so they get there and they find out that it is a cooter turtle festival and wow. that there are people there who were gigging for turtles and looking for turtles and celebrating the turtle that is the type that they refer to as a cooter.
1: Were there the guys that were fighting with the banjos without any teeth in their heads? Or no? That was different. different Stop city talking about so. our
0: ancestors like that, Daniel. Shame on you. Anyhow, <laughs> the most fascinating part.
1: That gingivitis is no joke,
0: folks. <laughs> The most fascinating uh, part about the origin of this of this word, to me, is the amount of words and phrases moving through the vernacular of young people today is pretty crazy. It's so quick because of social media, that by, like you were saying, that by the time the adults... Oh, that's I know the word. And that's what?
1: On fleek. Yeah,
0: on fleek. Yeah. That by the time the adults know the word and what it means and how to use it's it, it's old and use It's up. already old and used up. And then the kids want to say, "Oh, you're so cringe for using that." Yeah. Yeah. So.
1: Well, you're so stupid for being a kid. <laughs> huh? How oh, do you like that? Cuz said so <laughs>
0: <laughs> Poor children.
1: Do this. Why? Cuz I said so. <laughs> <laughs>
0: <laughs> well the next word and the last word is probably the most popular southern word of all do you want to guess what it is I guess I already said it didn't I wait
1: the most popular southern word of all yeah so yeah um, for for me uh, you know personally I tend to lean towards offensive words like inbred redneck and hillbilly <laughs> but in a general sense it's probably y'all
0: yes it is y'all and it is y'all, which is, when you type it into Google, it says it's a pronoun for the contraction of the word, you are the words, you all.
1: Yeah, that's the whole lot of work. And it's, point,
0: so. yeah. and it's usually used to refer to more than one person, like, hey y'all, or hey, or, no, not hey, well, yeah, hey y'all. Or, hey
1: y'all cooters.
0: <laughs> yeah. or and If you're talking
1: to a group of turtles, oh, obviously, yeah, don't, don't turtles. misunderstand what or, my meaning is. There. I
0: hope y'all are doing okay today, or... Can y'all believe that happened to me? Which is the phrase I used in the intro episode, which has sparked the the debate and questions in the first place.
1: Y'all so. have no idea what I've been through today.
0: <laughs> yes. <laughs> so the origins of the word y'all, um, I, I found lots of scholarly information that was read reading. It was really boring.
1: It's not because we don't know how to read or write down here. <laughs> we just made it up.
0: Uh, well, maybe some <laughs> people, but, um, the article I found is called the secret history of y'all, the murky origins of a legendary Southern slang word written by Cameron Hunt McNabb, legendary. Who, Sorry who, who writes for an online publication called Salon. Ooh, and so fancy. it described y'all as the most identifiable feature of Southern American English and and it was talking about how its orgi- origins are widely debated. So basically in this article it talks about how they cannot find printed evidence of the word before 1824. Uh, because they found it, the first uh, the first finding of it in print was in the letters from South and West written by Arthur Singleton. Oh yeah,
1: Arthur. How's he doing that? Yeah, yeah, that's
0: yeah, yeah, Arthur. I know, he's just...
1: Oh wait, he's dead because that was like yeah because it years was
0: 1824 ago. oh okay uh they also <laughs> in 1856 they found another printed uh example or, or evidence of um the word y'all in he in the a man named A. W. Arringtons a story called Rangers and Regulators to Naha. I don't I don't know what that means. Kind of sounds Native American a little bit, but he he uses the word y'all in quotations like he's like he's quoting somebody in the book, somebody else who talked to him.
1: Well, the regulators so, is is that uh that song by uh, Nate Dogg and Orange I hope you're joking. That's regulators. <laughs> that's rec- that's rec- so.
0: <laughs> we're, th- we're talking about two different eras of music. Yeah. There is song as a song about it's time for the percolator, but then there's I'm sure there's a song that you're talking about.
1: You've never heard Regulators?
0: No. We can listen to it later. Okay. Anyhow.
1: Um, <laughs> so, anyways, yeah, the Regulators so, and, yeah. and Nate So, uh-huh. 1824
0: was the first printed evidence, then 1856, and then in 1886, the New York Times, of all things, printed an article called Old Southernisms, A Few Examples of Quaint Sayings in South Carolina, and the writer... Um, List the the words you all as a southernism and then clarifies by writing or as it should be abbreviated y'all right yeah okay so and the some of the other scholarly things that McNabb um quoted and found in the article and used was he said that um that one of the origins, or one of the the places they believed it came from before 1824, was the uh, massive influx of Scottish and Irish people into the Southern Appalachian area of the United States, and the 18th um I'm not sorry the 19th century, and also because they have a word that they say or two words that's ye all ye all instead of y'all y'all.
1: Isn't that like seesaw, like the the thing that you know the kids play on at the playground?
0: No. Y'all is like it means like everyone or like. Wait,
1: wait, no, haw. That's like the westerners. Like, <laughs> That's
0: different. Y'all, Y okay. E space A W y'all. Ye
1: I yeah, I've never actually heard like, that word. Like,
0: welcome y'all today to the feast. Huh. Anyway. Yeah. Never so heard that. Okay, another okay. theory of the origin of the word y'all comes from um, Southern English through the African American vernacular. Of or the African-English Creole of the 19th century. And um, I think both could be true because there's tens of thousands of Scottish and Irish people who immigrated to Appalachia, and there were hundreds of thousands of African slaves who came to the southern region of this country, and they were all existing in the same area at the same time, and they both had similar-sounding
1: Well, now, hang on a second, though. It sounds like you're possibly giving credit for which word are we on y'all it sounds like you're possibly giving credit for ye, y'all to everyone and i'm not sure that it is everyone i didn't you say know?
0: everyone i said scottish and irish people and possibly the african people who came over here for to, not or, for slavery but kidnapped and brought over here to be slaves
1: okay so the the african people are possibly the scottish or irish people maybe no
0: that's two separate groups of people daniel
1: what? I'm getting really confused here. Are you being here. funny? No, I'm not. I'm getting confused. We're we're good. Y, y'all y'all.
0: Okay, let's yeah. let me say it again. No, that's okay. The, the the people in the article were saying that there is a word in Scottish and Irish dialect that's ye all that possibly could have transformed into y'all when they came to the Southern region of the United States. Okay. There is also words in the separate culture of the African people or the African English Creole people who were living in the Southern region of the United States in the same er air in the same time as the Scottish and Irish people who also had a dialect version of y'all in their language. That's not the same as ye all. It's different, but because they had similar sounding words, they think it meshed together and became y'all.
1: I could see that.
0: Yeah, they don't they don't know that for sure, but they think so. Yeah. So. Anyway, I got, I hope you guys enjoyed that uh, lengthy description of um all all your questions about about the. The, the southern words we used in last week's, uh, or last week, the last a, episode.
1: that was a lot but, of detail in there. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Yeah, well, I wanted people to know. Yeah. Yeah. I thought it, I found it interesting.
1: No, I mean, it is, yeah. it just, you know. I'm
0: glad I had you, for co- had you here for Comic Relief. Wait,
1: what was the name of the woman in 1977 that studied one of the words?
0: Oh, did I say your name? I, I don't,
1: don't know, I, I, I was being a smartass. ass. <laughs>
0: Connie Claire Ebel. That's her name.
1: Oh, Connie Claire Ebel. I don't know if
0: it's Ebel or Abel.
1: She has three names and we need to say them all.
0: It's it's there. Yeah. Yeah.
1: That's right. Got to give credit where credit is credit. Wait, what?
0: Anyhow, it's time for us to go. Bye, y'all. Peace. Thank you so much for joining me for this episode. I appreciate your support. Please join us again next time. Find this podcast on all the apps. And please hit the subscribe and follow buttons. Find us on Instagram, Facebook, Twitter, and TikTok at Jess. That's T-O-O-T-D with Jess. And find us on the website at tutorwithjess.podbean.com If you want to share your funny story, please email them to tutorwithjess at gmail.com It would be my absolute most favorite thing to hear your stories. Please share them with me. Who knows? Maybe one of your stories will be shared in upcoming episodes. If you have topic suggestions or constructive criticism, feel free to share that as well. I want to create content that inspires you to laugh and smile. The artwork for this podcast was created by Claire Josh. You can find her on Instagram at Claire underscore Josh one. And the music was created by the musical artists known as Hui. Remember to stay tooted and stay tuned, folks. Same time, same earbuds, same questionable sense of humor. Toodles!